Welcome to A Girl's Guide 2, the podcast designed to help women in their 20s enhance their minds, love their bodies, and heal their souls. I'm your host, Michaela, a girl navigating her 20s and helping you do the same. I am so happy and grateful that you are here. Let's dive in. Hi, friends. Welcome back to another episode of A Girl's Guide 2 and Happy Friday. I hope you're getting excited for Christmas. I know I am, but before Christmas, we have my birthday, which is on Wednesday. Super excited for that and just all of the family fun that is happening this month. And it's funny because this ties in perfectly with today's conversation. I find that a lot of us feel selfish or we feel guilty for taking time to enjoy the holidays and for being present. We feel like we need to keep going and doing and working and hustling. And sometimes that can interfere with us being in the present moment and really enjoying all of this wonderful holiday season fun, right? And it comes down to the way that we've been programmed over the years through generations to operate at a masculine energy or with a masculine energy. So if you didn't already notice by the title, today we are talking about tapping into your feminine feminine energy. Like I can't even talk because I'm so freaking excited. I kind of went off on my Instagram story last night about this. If you're not on the Instagram, if you're not in the Instagram fam, the little Instagram community, I'm on the story every single day. So you get more of this kind of content. So definitely go and follow at Michaela Sadie. But anyway, masculine versus feminine energy. Let's talk about it. Which, what does it mean to operate in your masculine energy? What does it mean to operate in your feminine energy? And why should you be tapping into your feminine energy more than you currently are? So this is an idea that I recently became obsessed with. Like I said, it kind of popped off on my Instagram story last night, but the idea that by doing less, we can receive more. We can receive more opportunities, more ideas, more clarity, and just overall abundance. Just everything can be easier for us to attract, easier for us to manifest and to have if we actually slow down and do less. And whoa, this is a little controversial, right? This might be like a little bit of an unpopular opinion because we're so used to hearing work hard is the way to success, right? Hustle, hustle, grind, grind, never stop till you reach the top, pop to the top, (laughs) right? This This is the way that we've been programmed, the way that we've been taught to operate. So, I did a little bit of research before recording today because I really wanted to get a good definition of what masculine energy and what feminine energy is so you can see the difference. And these things do not correlate to sex or gender. These are things that every human has, every human can embody. It's just about learning how to use the different energies for your benefit. So I have a few definitions here. Masculine energy is characterized by doing, whereas feminine energy is characterized by 
being. Okay, so you have that masculine energy, once again, the the work hard hustle culture. And the another definition I have here is doing and being action oriented. So it's really just all about taking action, hustling, grinding, just working hard. Okay. Uh, the other one was structure and rules. And then we get into feminine energy. Now, I read this and I said, I don't know what the fuck that really means, but damn, it sounds powerful. Life force energy. Life force energy. But once again, what does life force energy really even mean? I'm not too sure. I didn't really dive deep into it, but all I know is that I read that and I said, damn, bitch, that's powerful. Feminine energy is life force energy. Now, this definition, though, this is the one that really did it for me. Ready? Listen, make sure you turn that volume up, okay? I'll just get real, real. <laughs> Divine feminine energy is a spiritual and cultural concept embodying qualities associated with femininity, such as intuition, empathy, nurturing, creativity, and interconnectedness. It's a complementary aspect of divine masculine energy aiming for balance and harmony. Ooh, there's a lot to unpack there, right? <laughs> That's like, holy shit, wow, oh my gosh, the feminine energy, there's a lot to it and it sounds so powerful. But what I really loved about this was the end there, aiming for balance and harmony. Because both masculine and feminine, <laughs> I said, wow, I'm stuttering now. I'm getting too excited, pull back, okay. Both feminine and masculine energy are needed. I believe that they are equally as important. It's just about knowing when to tap into which one, okay? And we've already talked enough about when to tap into your masculine energy. Everybody, I think, knows this, right? You gotta study really hard for an exam. You've gotta clean the whole house. You've gotta send a bunch of emails. You've gotta work your nine to five, whatever. Those really productive actions, the things that are all focused on doing, that's really when you have to tap into your masculine energy and be like, all right, bitch, it's time to get to work, right? However, the feminine energy just is like forgotten about and it's equally as important. It's, in my opinion, even more powerful. Although they're equally as important, I do think that the feminine energy, once you recognize what it is and how to tap into it, damn, the things that you can unlock for yourself, the ideas, the opportunities, the abundance, right? Like I was talking about before. So where, where did this really start? How did this kind of come up for me? I'm going to take you back to my childhood. Okay. Maybe you can relate to this. I feel like a lot of us can, because once again, it's a program that has been instilled in us through our parents or older generations that hustle and grind and hard work is the key to success. I know that's what I was taught. I was always taught that you've got to work really, really hard now. And that way, when you get to 60 and 70 and you retire, then you can have your fun. Work hard now, play later, right? Have you ever heard that? I don't know if it was just my parents and my upbringing. And not to say that they were, that I blame them for that. You know, they were instilling a good work ethic in me and my siblings. Very grateful for that. However, learning about emotions and how to regulate emotions and how to use emotion and feeling 
and intuition as a resource is not something that we're ever taught, not by our parents, not by schools. And it's just really recently, I feel like in the last few years, being presented to us through books and podcasts and social media, right? More people are talking about manifestation and and spirituality and all of these things. So that's kind of where the masculine energy started for me. And I've always had that really hard work ethic. I've always operated from a very strong masculine energy. So five years ago, graduate from high school, don't know what I want to do, but I know that I got to work hard. I know that I got to figure the fuck out, right? So for the last five years, I have done exactly that. I've worked job to job. I've started different businesses. I've always been constantly 24-7. My mind never stops thinking, what is the next step? What is the next action I have to take? How can I work harder? How can I put in more hours? How can I, you know, just do as much as humanly possible in one day? And recently, I realized that I actually have to do less. You have to do less. We have to do less. And I know it's so hard to make peace with that thought and to really believe in it because of how our society is and how we've been raised. But I promise, based off of my personal experience, that if you start doing less and if you start tapping more into the feminine energy, your life will change. More things will happen for you. More good things will come into your life. And you'll kind of just be like, whoa, this is a lot easier than I've been making it out to be. These last few years, I have felt so lost, so confused, and like I'm not doing enough. But I think that I've actually been doing too much, I've been chasing after too much, I've been consuming too much, that now I'm overwhelmed. Now I'm confused. Now I'm like, okay, I feel like I'm doing as much work as possible, but nothing's happening. Why not? I don't know the answers. I feel just so overwhelmed by what everybody else in this world is doing. I know I got to work hard, but I also want to be happy. I also want to have peace. I also want to love what I'm doing. Where's the disconnect? And I realize the disconnect is that I'm not tapping enough into my emotions. Have you ever been told that you're too sensitive? Have you ever been told that big girls or big boys shouldn't cry or or that you need to be reasonable? You need to be focused on logic. What makes the most sense? I know I've heard all of those things and quite frankly, I don't agree with any of it. I think that emotion is not something you should be ashamed of. It is not something to run away from. It is something that you and I and everybody in this world need to tap into. It is, as humans, emotion is our fucking superpower. And if we learn how to healthily cope with those emotions, how to navigate the emotions, how to use the emotions as power and resource to attract all of the abundance that we want. We are so much more powerful than we are have been led to believe. You've probably been operating from a masculine energy for years, all the time, 24 seven. 
Maybe you have your moments where you cry, you have a little self-care day, you tap into that creativity, but be honest with yourself, be real with yourself. How much time do you spend in your feminine energy versus your masculine energy? Because I can guarantee just from knowing within myself and the people around me that you're operating at masculine energy 80 to 90% of the time. This is going to lead to burnout. It's going to lead to frustration. It's going to lead to sadness. I genuinely believe that the reason why so many people suffer from depression and anxiety is because that we've been programmed to believe that if we are not on go mode, 24 7 we're doing something wrong we're gonna fail we won't progress in life so people are depressed and anxious and frustrated and sad and have all of this negative emotion because we're so focused on doing rather than being and existing and loving life you've got to take a step back you've got to disconnect from the world and reconnect with yourself one of my favorite lyrics Lyrics, lyric, <laughs> lines, we'll say. One of my favorite lines from one of my favorite songs by my favorite artist, <laughs> Russ. Russ, his song, Adventure. He says, reconnect with the silence. Otherwise, it's hard to hear the guidance. Okay, now let me get into this, baby, because if you disconnect, you sit with yourself and your emotion and you let yourself be fully absorbed by the feminine energy, your higher power is going to send you downloads. It's going to unlock things that are in your brain already, those thoughts and ideas that I was talking about. Your higher power is already trying to do that, but you're pushing it away by not sitting with yourself. People are so scared of that. People are so scared of feeling their feelings. And it's not your fault, it's not my fault. It's the programming fault, programming's fault. It's the fault of the generations before us making us feel weak or silly or stupid for having emotion and feeling whatever we're feeling. So we just push it away and we just say, I just gotta work harder and, and I'll feel better. I just gotta show up harder and I'll feel better. I just gotta do more and I'll feel better. No, you've gotta, take a step back you have to disconnect you have to stop doing and you have to simply be this is why meditation is such a powerful resource and i had a whole conversation with a family member recently about meditation because meditation gets a bad rap gets a gets a um what's the word i'm looking for meditation is just misunderstood people think that when it comes to meditation you are supposed to sit there in silence and be able to completely clear out your mind and have no thoughts at all. That is actually not what meditation is about. Meditation is a resource that gives you the time and space to finally sit with your thoughts. That's why when you meditate, people say, oh, I'm so bad at meditating because when I sit there, my brain doesn't stop. My brain doesn't shut off. I can't quiet the noise. Hello. It's because you're not supposed to. Think about it. If you meditate and you give your brain the time and space to focus only on the thoughts that you have and not what's going on, on on the outside world, not thinking about anything but the thoughts that you currently have, you can work through those thoughts. You can actually figure out, okay, why is this thought here? Let me, let me navigate that. And then guess what? Eventually, 
that thought is going to go away because you've worked through it. But by pushing the thoughts down and pushing them away and never giving yourself the time to hear your thoughts clearly and fully, they're always going to be there. That's why you're always so confused and overwhelmed and you feel just like so much is happening up here because you're not taking a break. You're not taking a step back. So meditation is just one way that you can tap into your feminine energy. Journaling is an incredible resource to get those thoughts out. I think that writing things down is so powerful because you can visualize what it is that your brain has been trying to tell you. And when you write, you read it, right? And you're like, oh, wow. Either, you know, maybe I've been overthinking this. Maybe I need to work on this a little bit more. Maybe this thought is silly. I don't need to think about this anymore, right? So meditation, journaling, having conversation with people is so powerful as well. You have most of the answers within you. You have the creativity in you to build a business. You have the ideas in you to handle a situation. You have the opportunity to attract so much goodness and abundance. But none of these things come through force and by chasing after them. They come through peace and by being more connected with yourself. We are so consumed by the lives of others through social media and the news and even just our circles, right? It's it's part of our feminine energy to be nurturing and to care for others, but we often forget that that goes the same for the way we treat ourselves. I think if more people knew that it was okay to give yourself that love, give yourself time and space, a lot of us would be happier. We'd be more at peace. We'd have more answers. We'd feel more powerful, more creative, more abundant. But we've been told that that's not okay. We've, we haven't really been given permission in a sense, but this is the permission you've been looking for. Maybe you didn't know you were looking for it, but it's here now. I'm giving you permission. <laughs> You're listening to this because it was meant to be. I'm giving you the permission to do less and to tap into your feminine energy more, to be more patient and kind to yourself, to be more gentle and to believe that you are so fucking powerful and you don't need anything or anybody else to help you get to the next level, to help you achieve the goals that you have, to help you build the life that you want. Obviously, help in areas is a necessity, right? I'm, I'm not going to say that you can just like do anything and everything all by yourself, right? Like for example, building a business. Eventually I have goals of building my business to a point where I have a team and I do need help, right? That's not, let's not, uh, <laughs> I don't want the message to get misconstrued. But what I am trying to say is that our answers don't lie within the lives of other people. We don't have to make our goals the goals that other people have, or we don't have to copy and paste what other people are doing because that's so creative of them. So I should do it too. And then I'll be creative. What we need to do is disconnect from the world and reconnect with ourselves. 
And by reconnecting with ourselves, we'll also be able to hear the guidance from our higher powers. Maybe it's the universe or it's God or it's angels or spirits or whatever, whoever it is. Disconnect from everything else. Reconnect with yourself and watch what happens. Why the fuck not, right? (laughs) Why not try it out? If you've been operating from masculine energy for all of this time, all the time that you've been alive or, you know, majority of the time, why not try something new? Why not see if doing less will actually produce more? Especially why not if where you're at now, you're not happy with. This is especially something that I encourage you to practice if you feel lost, you feel confused, you feel overwhelmed, and you've thought that the answer to that was doing more. If it's not working, if it's not actually producing the results that you want to produce, why the fuck not try this? Because if that's not working, maybe this will work. And I'm just saying from personal experience, it works. It's working for me, and I really believe that it will work for you as well. So that's what I have for you today. A little bit of a different episode, but this has been something heavy on my mind the last couple of days. And I'm so excited to explore more of that feminine energy. I'm so excited to unlock different things inside of me that I didn't even really know were there. And obviously this comes with a lot of reflection, getting real with yourself. It comes with time and patience and grace and and all of those things. But let's fuck around and find out how powerful we really are because we are some powerful fucking human beings, let me just say. (laughs) And I am so excited for us to reach levels that we never even believed were possible for us in 2024. This time next year, I believe our lives are going to look drastically different, much different than we are envisioning even now. A year isn't a long time, but it is a long time. It's enough time for your life to completely change. And I believe that it starts now. It starts with this. So yeah, let's do it, baby. Let's fucking go. (laughs) Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. I am so grateful for all of the love that the show has been receiving. We just hit, what, today's seven episodes which is awesome. Super exciting. (laughs) Things are moving and grooving and it's all thanks to you for the love and support and and for the people who are coming on as guest speakers. And you know, a little little pat on the back for myself, of course, too. But I always like to show my gratitude for the community and for those watching and, and liking and commenting and following and sharing and showing up. Without you, this wouldn't be possible. So that means the world to me. Please continue to show love, continue to share these episodes, especially this one. I feel this could resonate with anyone and everyone. I know my audience is mostly women. Obviously, the podcast is for women, but I believe this episode could be for anyone. And for that reason, I'd love for you to share it. Send it send the link as a text to a friend, post it on your stories, post it as a status on Facebook, whatever you want to do. If you could share it, that would mean the absolute world. Also give a like, comment, subscribe, any of those goodies, a rating and review also goes a long way. Of course, I always appreciate it, but it does help the show to grow and reach more people who need to hear the messages, which is even more important to me. So I thank you again. I love you so much. And I will see you Monday for another episode of A Girl's Guide 2. Bye.